Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ignorance Is This, a podcast all about a different way of experiencing cinema with little to no knowledge about it beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me is the man who is pleasing people the world over, Oliver Dear. Oh, boy, it's me. Hello, Scott. Hey, Oliver. I've had an energy drink tonight. That's good. I'm drinking water. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's giving me a great placebo effect of being hyperactive. We're really, really tired. <laughs> we sure are. Yep. Doing lots of assignments. We've we've been both writing assignments about particular films. Mm-hmm. I've been writing about A Clockwork Orange, which I watched last week. What have you been watching? I've been writing about Alfred Hitchcock's 1960 masterpiece Psycho, starring Janet Lee and Anthony Perkins. And why is that, Scott Martin? Because it's the best film ever made, and it can apply to any theory, because yeah. it is the best film ever made. Yeah. And I've also been using Alien and Aliens yeah. and yeah. Alien uh, to the Power of Three yeah. and Alien <laughs> Resurrection. Yeah. There we go. You can and literally... Prometheus and Alien Covenant. I've been covering ah, them you, all. You co- I've been... Covenanting there it is. them all. We, we, good. The moment you said that, we both sort of looked at each other like, ooh, race. We, were, <laughs> we can get the joke first. We were, uh, we were two people trying to get through the same door at the same time. Yeah. And we got stuck. <laughs> There's a lot of, um, when you study film theory, it's not very, you know, interesting. Yeah. But there are a lot of different ways and theories you can approach a film with. And Psycho, you can literally apply anything to it and you mm. you can find something in there. In like, in we, If you guys want to know how badass I am as a yeah. human being and as a student... I've uh, I put my hand up in like week three and said I I want to do psycho and my teacher basically just went no <laughs> nah yeah. don't Not and allowed. I and I did it anyway forbidden film to study because it has too many themes I did it anyway <laughs> there because... are too many motifs yeah. styles uh, symbols how are you doing in it <laughs> <laughs> I haven't finished yet <laughs> all right great but yeah it's going okay it's going okay Clockwork Orange is a strange but good mm. film I said when I was watching it. Yeah, I really like this film, but I feel bad for saying that <laughs> because it's kind of, it's very messed up. Well, I can't wait to see it myself. Yes. Scott, what is the minimum for you personally? What is the minimum requirements of a film to be good? What could I, how do I possibly answer that? I don't know. Like, do you want me to you, say? I came into your room today and you had up on your page a Wikipedia article <laughs> yeah. titled um, Films... That are considered the best. Yeah, <laughs> films that are considered the best. Such a weird, <laughs> such, like a, such a strange way of making that your headline of a yeah. Wikipedia article. Okay, well, if 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 you have a list uh, of films that you like, yeah, and you you have a list of films that Scott Martin considers the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, what's the what's mi- in your best category? Like, what's just on the cusp? Right. You know. Well, the minimum has to be it has to star Anthony Perkins. Oh. Wait, so and um and also Janet Lee, <laughs> Psycho. He's talking about, ladies and gentlemen. He will never give up the meme of the, him liking that film. But think about like if there is a list of films that you think are the best, best, best. Mm-hmm. What's like the one that's on the cusp or one that's nearly in that cusp? Like, what's a film you think is good, but it, you're on the fence about letting it be one of your favorites? Um, are you asking for a specific thing, like a specific movie? Uh, not a specific movie, but I'm, what's I'm just thinking, a theme of a movie that you're a thing, an element within a movie? I think a particular element that has to be relevant in everybody's list of favourite movies yeah. is that the movie has to be memorable in, in some way for doing something that hasn't already been done before. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, I can imagine the upcoming, like, the Avatar movie, the yeah. uh, the James Cameron Avatar movie. Yeah. Um, They're planning, like... Four more of those, mm-hmm. I think. I think four, maybe five more even into the future. Right. So, like, I just, I don't know what they're going to do with it, but I can't imagine Avatar 3 being different than Avatar 4. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah like, okay. I already expect <laughs> that to not be anyone's, I don't expect Avatar 3 to be anyone's favourite film because I don't think it's going to be more memorable than any of the others. Right. It already c- comes out to me as this is going to be boring and the same as everything else. Yeah. You know, so everything has to bring something fresh to the table, every movie. Yeah. And to, well, to be considered, you know, one of the greatest. That's a good point, because you asked me when we were going to see Thor 3 Ragnarok this week, mm-hmm. um, you asked me what happened in Thor The Dark World, because you hadn't seen it. Yeah. And I didn't really know what to tell you, because <laughs> yeah. I don't remember it. It wasn't like a bad movie or anything, something but it just about, had nothing mem- memorable in it. Something about elves and portals. Yeah. Is that all you could say about it? Elves and portals. I, yeah. I said there was a 
cameo appearance by Captain America. Yes. You, you know, that's a bad thing when the best, the only memorable part was a cameo by another superhero mm. who isn't even in that film. And literally one line for the duration of literally three or four seconds. Yeah, that's that's it. I don't remember laughing much in it. Yeah. What, what about <laughs> you? What needs to be now your, I, I, your thought? My answer would have been that it has to make me laugh out loud at one point. All the best movies Actually, have no, to that, make that, you that. laugh. I'm wondering if Psycho ever made me laugh. <laughs> I guess that's, that's kind of a bad point. If, if it's a comedy... It has to make me laugh out loud at one point. Yeah, like, Or course. it just has comedic element. If it's drama, that, yeah. You have you're... to cry out loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I think you're, you, you're on the money where it has to do something different that you can describe to people and say, hey, you know what? This maybe is not the best film, but yeah. if you like this thing, you might like it. You like X and X and X, then you might like it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because this thing that you clearly like, for example, for me, it's like, I love a, I love a romp action movie. Yeah. And then if you say, okay, this movie is a romp action movie, but it also does this, and then that's memorable in its own way. Yeah. So yeah, it, it has to bring something new to the table. Yeah. And uh, thank you for saying I'm on the money. <laughs> you are on the money. I think another example, one that's on the cusp of being like one of my, like I really like this film, but at the same time, it's not great. Is is a movie called Crank. Which, which What's that? it stars um Jason Statham. It's about how thugs in, inject him with poison, and he's going to die. But he realizes that if he keeps his body filled with adrenaline, he can live. So he hang has... on a second. Is this speed? No, <laughs> it's it's like speed, but with his body. Yeah, he has to keep moving, and he has to keep his adrenaline up, or he will die. The so... man who couldn't ever drop his adrenaline. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. So there is one point. Um, sorry about the spoilers, but he like literally grabs hold of his girlfriend and has sex with her, like in the middle of a of the town, just mm. to keep his like I... adrenaline and blood pumping. I hope she consented to that. Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. <laughs> but like, it's kind of it has a lot of dumb bits in it. But then some of it's just so funny. Like, like yeah. te- text just randomly appears. He says, "Like, does it look like I've got the c word written on my head?" And then the c word does appear on his head over oh. as text. I think I've told you about that before. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's a little bit. It's a little bit meta. Yeah. It's a little bit meta. A little bit Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, it is a little bit Scott Pilgrim. That is the weirdest set of different genres. Yeah. It sounds like it could be like absurd, but it also sounds like it's funny. And that is Jason Statham. So I don't know if he's got a comedic bone in his body. He was kind of funny in it. Yeah, he was definitely funny. That's so funny. That's so weird. Yeah, because it I was mean. it was such an absurd movie and it but it made me laugh so much and it made me just go what the hell's going on yeah cool even though like you know it wasn't it didn't have a lot of themes or it wasn't tackling anything big but yeah well since we have now definitively cracked what makes a movie (laughs) great um we're done with this podcast yeah i think that's what we set out to do this podcast will get a million downloads because every filmmaker would need to hear this i said to you when we started this podcast that scott by the end of this we will know we're done yeah when we have cracked the mystery of what makes film good. All right. Well, how about we how about we crack into a tune? Yeah. Ooh. Frank Ocean there with Super Rich Kids from Channel Orange, released in 2012. He's since finally, in 2016, released a follow-up album called Blonde. It was excellent. It was my favorite album of that year, which is amazing considering that there were a couple of amazing albums coming out that year. 2016 was a ridiculous year for music. Ollie, how are you doing? Oh. <sighs> Out of breath. I just um, <laughs> I just ranted about music for uh, too long there to yeah. make sure that you could breathe into this microphone yeah. as yeah. loud as possible. <laughs> now explain yourself. <laughs> I, I posed a challenge to myself. I said, Scott... <laughs> I said, when there is a minute left in this song, I'm going to run into a handstand in every single one of the radio rooms. That is... Uh, how many rooms is that, Scott? That's six rooms... Including the one we're in now. And then I got back to this room and you were like, you've still got like 20 seconds. I was like, great. And I ran out into the hall and I did it there too. And then I got back just in time. Just in time. <laughs> just in time. I did have to yell at you to get back here. But I did it and that's what's important. <laughs> Do you want to take a seat? Because you're, you're just standing there now. No, no, no I'm, I'm going to start here. Oh, okay. This is different. Normally, I'm the one that stands. Yeah, you try to stand and put your dominance in. Yeah. Well, now um, I feel very inferior. <laughs> and I don't like this. We watched Thor Ragnarok. Mm. 
this week. We've yeah. been we've both been excited for this movie all year. Yep. You say it's one of it's one of our most looked forward to things, probably along with Star Wars, Spider Man, Baby Driver. That was pretty much it for me. Those three movies uh, before even Baby Driver. Yeah, I'd say yeah. These three. Yeah. What about Justice League? You don't care. I Did you care. know that Justice League comes out in like two weeks? Wow. <laughs> or maybe even a week Crazy. from now? Yeah, like just a little I'm really glad that. I have low expectations of that. Yeah. It might, I might actually like it. Maybe. <laughs> well, you, you, you were very hyped for Wonder Woman 2. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah I was. You didn't like Wonder Woman 1, but you were really excited for 2. <laughs> yeah, the, that, ladies and gentlemen, the comedy is still strong. That feels like so long ago that came out. It was. But yes, we've been looking forward to Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. You having seen the trailers, me having not. And yes. it was only until recently I even knew Hulk was in the movie. Yeah, that was crazy that we you managed it, to... And uh... Dr. Strange... Strang- Man, he was in the movie too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Apparently he, he was in the trailers though. Was he? Yeah. Nothing that I saw. Oh, really? Benedict Cumberbatch. You didn't sprinkle. know he was in it? I think he was in like a Japanese trailer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I saw him, I think it was like a promo. It was like one of those, it shows you a short scene. Okay. No, yeah. I, uh, th- nothing in the two major trailers that came out? Yeah. Featured Doctor Strange in any way. I'll put my little two cents about that. Okay. right now go ahead you would think that oh why don't you just not show Doctor Strange in the trailers why don't you leave it for a surprise mm-hmm. I actually don't mind them showing him and I think that would the reason is because they've got this whole Marvel Universe connecting lots of dots now you expect to see other characters in each movies which yes. a long time ago would have been considered you know it's a massive event anytime any character crosses mm-hmm. but now it's just becoming this normal thing for characters to appear in each other's movies yeah and so I thought it was like oh yeah cool I'm, I like that they've just got crossover here and it's still it's still advancing the plot and everything. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't know if I can completely agree that they should be showing it in the trailer. Yeah. But I do think that that's one of the perks of being in this universe for so long that now anything can just yeah, happen. There shouldn't... They're I getting think, to that... They're here at that point now. I, I genuinely think that there shouldn't be any more solo films. Yeah. I would, I would agree. Like, you can still say this is Black Panther, this is Black Panther 2, but you would be crazy to not include another character in yeah. some capacity. I mean, I don't know of characters appearing in Black Panther right now. I only know Black Panther is in Black Panther. Um, How'd you know that? <laughs> I told you not to watch any of these things. You I mean, idiot. Even Spider-Man. Lots of appearances by Tony Stark. Oh, uh, well, yeah. See, that could have even been avoided, I think. It could have, yeah. It, it, well, we, we hated that trailer, notoriously. Yeah. Go listen to the Homecoming episode. We really, uh... <laughs> We really uh, ragged on that. Yeah, ragged on about that one. We yeah, are really guess... Ragnarokked. Oh, on that and one. he has brought it back. So, Scott. Yeah. You like Thor Ragnarok? I did. You did like it? I loved it a lot from start to finish. First second to the last second of it. Wow. Yep. You have been playing tricks on me. I have, yeah. <laughs> you have been playing lots of tricks. Yes. I would like to see how you, you have react. been Loki. Oh, I've me. been uh, I've been the the god of trickery. I tell you, you have what. sure been, and I did. Sus- I have been suspecting this. I have. Oh come on, mate! No, 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 no! Don't take it away from I me. Was, I don't know. You were very good at acting because. Thank you. Okay, so here's the thing. We got it out of the cinema, yeah. and Scott said to me, "What do you think?" And I was like, uh, "I don't know." Disappointed. It was like it was okay. It was disappointed. I, did I say something like that? Can I throw my two cents in? Okay. I think you were wavering. You were like, oh I'm, oh, I'm not too sure. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And I was like, no, it was bad. And you were like, yeah, 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 you're right. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, I was a bit disappointed. And I was thinking, ha, ha, ha. He has no idea you that did. a couple of days from now, you did. I'll be uh, I'll be throwing it back on him in the, uh, yeah. in the podcasting studio. Yeah. I, I didn't suspect it then. I think I suspected it in hindsight because I was like, it wasn't that bad of a film. And Scott keeps saying... Like, every mention of someone mentions Thor Ragnarok, you kind of go, nah, wasn't good. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you were being very outwardly blunt about this, but I didn't think you loved it from start to finish. But it makes sense as well, because I was so hyped for this, and mm. because the trailers were sick, both of them. I, I don't know. The fact I haven't watched the trailers for this one is interesting. Because, and also the fact you've played this trick on me is interesting. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think by not watching the trailers on this one, because even though I didn't watch them, I knew they were good. Mm-hmm. I, there was a lot of hype. You, you, when it came out, you were like, you were very excited. Our friend Thomas was very excited. You, you both were like, oh my God, like that trailer, like that is good. I was thinking, damn. They must be doing something very different. Yeah. And I think from that get-go, I did expect 
I expected something very different from Marvel, and I don't think it was that different. How was it not that different? It was off-planet. I don't know. It was off-planet. It had an ensemble cast, but it wasn't every cast member. It wasn't an event. They weren't, like, planning it as yeah, an event. yes. It had a unreal focus on improvisation and yeah. comedy that was that I think is funnier than the Guardians movies. Yeah. And there were, like, even soundtrack elements that didn't reach Guardians level, but, like, having Led Zeppelin songs and stuff, like, really set the tone Yeah, so perfectly. Like, you can tell that for the two comedy movies that have yeah. been... Oh, sorry, the three comedy movies since the sequel and Guardians, there's been a real focus on the importance of sound and music in the promotional material as well as the actual movie itself. Yeah that really sets it apart from anything else in the universe. So while this has been done with Guardians, it's been, you know, like on a different set of rules that it's kind of guided for itself. Mm. You know, like we just, I don't don't think we've seen anything like this. Here's the thing. I think if I'd watched the trailers along with you, I think I would have had similar opinions. I don't think I disagree about any, oh, I just don't like this because I fundamentally don't like the 80s era, which is... Like, was that the theme kind of? It had 80s. It had 80s. 80s shows, thematic. Yes. I wouldn't say any of that. But it was. I just had this notion that it was going to be crazily different and it was going to be super Taika Waititi style. Yeah, but I mean, this I isn't don't, a. I don't know. A mockumentary. I found. I just found the the structure of the movie. This is, this is why I think I'm coming to like it as I think about it. Sort of same with Baby Driver. When I watched it, I was expecting it to be something completely different. Mm-hmm. And so when it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, I was like, oh, they're not doing that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The first half, I just didn't find compelling. I don't know. It just The structure just seemed very familiar to a Marvel movie. And I don't know, following the same characters. How? Because you've got... I don't know how. <laughs> but like, it wasn't It wasn't just following Thor for the whole thing. Like, yeah, I know. They had that yeah. really big focus on the little like play that they were setting for itself. Yeah. You had Anthony Hopkins playing Tom Hiddleston playing Odin. Yeah. But yeah, like there, it wasn't just, at least in my opinion, it yeah. wasn't just following the typical Marvel conventions. Instead of it just being character realizes something, then character sets upon to do yeah. something, it starts off in a way that's different. Like you write into the action... And then you move on and you're being redirected. You've got this comedy element with the play. Yeah. And then they go on and they try to find the real dad, but then they come across Stephen Strange. Yeah. And then they meet Hela. Like, there's nothing, in my opinion at least, to just follow the regular conventions. Okay, well, one one thing that struck me early, I guess, it was, you know how we were discussing everything is evil. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Evil alternate version. Yeah. I thought... You've got uh, evil Iron Man in Iron Man yeah, 2, as you, well as Whiplash. Evil Ant-Man. Yeah. Evil um, Doctor Strange in his movie. You are listing my content later. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when I saw, oh, you have a secret sister, I was thinking Sherlock. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, great. It's the same. It's evil Thor, but she's the sister. And I, was th- I think from that get-go, I was thinking, is this just the same? Are they doing yeah. the same? But fundamentally, Scott, I can't explain, and I can't put my finger on what exactly was bad. You're right. I can't say it. It is entirely, I think, the tone and the way I went into it. Yeah. In this situation, me not watching the trailers... But everyone's saying, hey, they're really good. Like, this is going to be different. And nothing that could have been made, I don't think, could have reached those expectations. Yeah. Do you know okay. what I mean? So this is the opposite effect of what we it's, expected this yeah. to be like. Because if you go in with no expectations, you are probably going to be pleasantly surprised. But because you had unrealistic expectations yeah. that was attributed to not seeing the trailer mm-hmm. because you heard other people talking about the trailer. Yeah. And I thought, okay. and I was linking that with, I know Taika Waititi directs this and his movies are very funny and they're kind of different. But then I shouldn't have had those expectations because it's not going to be a strictly Taika Waititi movie. It's going to be a Marvel movie with some of his influences. Yeah. And, and, I, and that's true. It was yeah, a lot. It was. And his character was was hilarious. Yeah. What was his name? Sorry. Korg. Korg. The rock man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like watching the movie, a lot of things, as particularly in the beginning and particularly at the end, I thought typical big boss battle at the end, blah, blah, blah. Typical kooky fight scene at the start with a baddie that isn't really that relevant to the whole film. He was that um, mm-hmm. the guy he fights at the start, but like he wasn't in the film yeah. as a whole. And I thought, oh okay, yeah, typical villain, just the opposite of Thor. All of those things sort of set me off from the start thinking, this is just the same, but it's got Taika Waititi's sort of style over it. 
or um, like his lens over the film to give it a bit more spark and comedy and difference. But yeah, like I don't think anything I could have thought of or anything they could have made would have met my expectations based on what I had been told about this movie. So yes. Let me oppose literally everything you just said. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Great. You just said that the um, end battle with the big fight at the end, yeah. there is going to always be a big fight at the end. This is true. But here's the thing. It literally destroyed their entire city, yeah. or their entire planet, whatever Asgard is. But wasn't that was foreshadowed, is. though? Yeah, it was. It was, it was foreshadowed by, oh, Ragnarok's going to be this terrible thing. Yeah. And in the comics, Ragnarok is a terrible thing, yeah. brought about by that big devil person, I think. Yeah. Brought about by somebody at least and they're trying to avoid it at all costs just like they do in this yeah but they flipped it up on its head by making thor and the whole gang allowing it to happen for the safety yeah. of the people so that was different that was that was a cool they twist. literally got rid of their entire planet for the safety of th that's something that we haven't seen yeah unless if you count sokovia pretty much destroyed that entire yeah. fucking city that poor city <laughs> um, <laughs> those poor people and you said that there's like the anti-Thor villain. Yeah. I think that Hela is one of the best main, the oh, main character villains really? that Marvel's had in a long time. Yeah. Oh, I've written my haiku is based on her being a, a boring villain. Well, <laughs> like Marvel's got this real good knack for yeah. really being shit on the villain front. Yeah. But Hela isn't an, an iconic villain, but she's still better than fucking Whiplash, Yellow Ant-Man, <laughs> yeah. Christopher Eccleston, and even, <laughs> even Mads Mikkelsen in Doctor Strange that's is true. just evil Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah. Like you said before, that's yeah. why I said you're trampling on my content. <laughs> but like, Hella just wants to come home and be accepted. And mm -hmm. she tries to talk to all of the people. She gets that big crowd. Mm. And she goes, just let me back because your Thor's dead. Odin's dead. Loki's dead. Let me rule again because I'm the firstborn. And then they turn on her. So she kills everybody. Yeah. So she's still, she just wants to come home and be accepted. So there's a logic to her arc that, and that's more that you can say about people like yellow ant-man and whiplash yeah. like there's no logic behind what they do they're just evil versions of the characters but hella was different yeah kate blanchett was great as well like just acting wise i think yeah she was sick i i entirely forgot who the villain was until i looked at the trailers yesterday and yeah. was reminded <laughs> that she was in it you said that there's the the first villain that does come around yeah. to be yeah a major player at the end but in the trailer which you would have saw it ends with Hulk jumping at it, about to battle this big guy. Is this, it's showing the start of the movie or the end part of the movie? No, the end. Like, yeah. the baddie is in his full form, mm -hmm. and then it just cuts to Hulk, who is tiny in comparison. Yeah. Just Hulk jumping at, like, you know how he leaps like a billion yeah, things. Yeah, that's right. And he's just, like, going at it, and you go, oh, fuck, how are they possibly going to beat this guy? Yeah. And it was a great subversion of expectations because he oh, yeah. kind of becomes like a good guy. Like, like he's, not, not good, yeah. but he, his whole job is to just destroy this city or planet. I don't know what Asgard is. Yeah. And yet that shot still happens. That wasn't just a trailer shot. And then it just cuts to Thor just going, Hulk, no, stop it. We want yeah, this to happen. That's right. Get away. That's right. It was great. That's a, that, well, that's, that's really good trailer stuff then, isn't There's it? There's a lot of good trailer stuff, okay. I think. The second last shot, actually, of the yeah. first trailer has Thor stand up and he's in the thunder mode. You know, like, he's, like, got blue sparks all around him and one, like, goes into his eye and is, like, kind of like, oh, what the hell? Like, that spark just went into his eye. I hope he's okay. Yeah. It was a really cool shot and it was a really cool shot in the movie as well, but in the movie, his eye at this point has been completely gouged out. Yeah, that's right. And when I saw it, because I saw this trailer so much, studying it for this podcast, mm -hmm. watching it on screen, I immediately saw, oh, fuck, I, n I never noticed that his eye was gouged out. Oh, well, that's because they covered it up. Like, yeah. And that was, oh, um, right, yep. it was also completely like part of the plan, apparently. Like they went to the set. The people said, this is going to be in the trailer, but we've got a version of him standing up without the eye being gouged out. And then we put him back in makeup got the eye makeup applied and then got him to do that same shot so we can have that subverted expectation for the trailer. Yeah, so that's good. Well, that's good about the trailers because when I watched it, I kind of thought, oh, it's just bits of the movie. Again, I didn't know what to think of the trailers. They just sort of showed the movie, but those are really good points as to why they're really good. Yes. With the villain thing, I understand her motive is way more interesting than other people's motives, which is usually a businessman who wants money or wants to inherit the mm. business. Which is, yeah, that's that's the general norm. I guess I just didn't find her interesting as a character. Her persona in just her walking around and 
her being a villain, her being a character, someone who you knew how to describe what she's like as a character, I wouldn't have been able to say that. I didn't see her as a character, even though I knew, like, yes, her motives were justified as being, you know, warranted, I guess. Yeah. So I guess that's why I saw her as the generic villain, even though you're right, her reasons for being a villain are way more creative than the rest of what's happened. Yeah. Did you notice in the trailers, in the shot where Kate Blanchett destroys Thor's hammer, Mm. it was in a different environment than what the movie was in? Yeah. So in the trailers and all the, um, like the teasers and stuff, it's in like this New York background, like in an alleyway. So the second I see this happening, they were in Norway, they just saw Odin die. Yeah. And it's in this big green field. And I thought, this looks really weird. Like, it looked like they'd been green screened and, like, placed into this background. And that's completely what happened. Yeah. I've got this article, if you don't mind me reading. Yeah, read Explaining it. why this happened. So, like, this is just a, a classic example. This podcast is all about kind of trailer discussion more yeah. so than the movie discussion. So, this was a big change. And for people that watch the trailer like I did, it was like, a, oh, hang on. This looks weird. And I know this isn't right. So, anything from that scene originally appeared in New York in the trailer? Or, like, a city escape in the trailer yeah like it looked like it was in a new york alleyway right with like posters all behind them and everything okay but then they've been like put onto this background in this norway area so it says in the teaser and subsequent trailers the inciting incidents of mjolnir that guy's destruction took place in the new york city alleyway this fit with the conventional understanding of the film's opening uh, Thor and Loki go to Manhattan and find Odin, and then running to Doctor Strange, blah, blah, blah. Considering how prominent the alley sequence was in the marketing, this really stood out. So it said, Watiti actually addressed this, saying that it was a result of pacing and tone. The scene felt too quick happening just down the road from the Sanctum Sectorium and didn't provide a quite fitting enough death for Odin, which makes total sense, although doesn't explain the full picture. There's more than a location change or a sincering up of Hopkins' character. Helen no longer gains her form in an orange glow, so it's kind of, like, implied in the trailers that she kind of had the soul stone. Oh, okay. Like, you can see her kind of, like, change. It says that Watiti makes a fair case, but it's a bit of a shame. The alley may have been convenient, but it's more interesting than a field. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I just read yeah. that article from Screen Rant. Yeah. Um, here's a Screen Rant for you. <laughs> Fuck you, ScreenRant.com. <laughs> It makes me disable my ad blocker every time I go to the website. Yeah. And then it keeps oh. popping up. I'm showing it to Ollie now. It keeps popping up That's telling horrible. me to disable it, but it's clearly disabled. So even though I've disabled it for this dumb yeah. fuck website, it's still yelling at me to do it. That's just a bad website. No one's going to go there if you have that shit turned on. Piece of shit. <laughs> so when you were watching the movie and you saw that it was in a field, were you confused slash surprised? Yeah, because I was kind of excited because I kind of like the urban landscape. You see Thor in a city, in mm-hmm. like a New York City, and it's kind of like out of place for him. And I thought, you know, this could be cool. And then when I saw it in the actual field, I thought, okay, so this is where we are introduced to Cape Blanchett, and then we will be moved off somehow, and that's where the, uh, the hammer will be exploded. But when that shot actually happened, you can like see it's like they've been superimposed in and it looked really strange compared to the rest of the scene. So for you, that wasn't noticeable. Mm. But for me, that did actually make me go, ah, that looks a bit ugly. Because I knew that it wasn't yeah. filmed there. Yeah. And I wonder how the um, how the editors did that because that would have been really hard Yeah. to get these moving actors. They would have changed ro- the- had the rotoscope, which is, a, <laughs> which is a term for literally outlining a character frame by frame. And then placing them over a different environment. Yeah. That would have taken ages. Forever. But it's worth <laughs> it for that sweet Marvel coin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I said, like all these changes to the trailers, I think it's a good thing that they showed it, especially the Thor's eye being gouged out. Mm-hmm. They still use that dope shot, which did like really make me go, oh shit, this looks awesome. Yeah. They still used it, even though that there was like a spoiler element to it. But they changed that spoiler element to avoid the spoilers, but they still used it. Yeah. So if this was Homecoming, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man's eye would have been gouged out. Yeah. You know, we would have seen that, like, black black goo around... Well, I suppose it's supposed to be blood, but yeah. it's not blood because it's Marvel. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, if, if that shot was being put up by the people at Spider-Man, so that's the whole Sony side of things, not Marvel... They would have just showed Spider-Man's eye have been gouged out. Yeah, but you can tell that they are putting love and thought into the trailers. Yes, that's that's a good point. Yeah, if, if Spider-Man trailers made this, they would have gone right up to 
where Thor and Hulk and all of them overcome Goldblum's character, Jeff Goldblum's oh, character. Yeah. They would have had that whole... They would have had blowing up his city and they would have <laughs> gone to the final fight scene yeah. and just been like, the question is, will Thor beat her? Yeah. And it's like... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna. They're gonna show the, the whole uh, movie. <laughs> they're gonna show the mid-credit scenes. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason. Will the cre- will there be an after-credit scene? <laughs> That's what you want to come and watch the movie for. When I was watching it, um, because I obviously had such a good understanding of the trailers, anything that stood out, I I tried to make a note of. Yeah. And I wrote a note of something, and I have no idea what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I quickly got my phone out. You were sitting next to me. You might have saw. It was just as Thor and Hulk were battling. And one of the, again, and I'm saying this in every single one of my points, but in the last shot of one of the trailers, it was just Hulk and Thor, like, jumping at each other about to initiate battle. Yeah. And I don't know what happened in the movie that was different than my expectations, Mm -hmm. but I just sent it to my brother, who was, like, my placeholder. I was just sending him all the notes so I could look at my phone later. Hulk-Thor battle trailer cut. How am I supposed to get any Hulk. indication of what was changed, Scott? You fucking idiot. Hulk Thor battle trailer cut. Yeah. They were battling and then it was cut from the trailer. I think it was the the trailer cut was mean it was the last shot. So just as the trailer cut, oh, something happened after that where right. they cut just on the moment where like something important happened. Uh-huh. And I was going to say that's good because they didn't show what happened, the important thing that happened. Yeah. But that's a, that's a point that I wrote down. So there we go. I, I I wrote it down to be used on the pod, and there it is. <laughs> Ollie, so here's the thing. If you ask, and I was telling you this before we even saw Ragnarok, if you ask anyone what their favorite Marvel movies are, yeah. if you say top three, you're going to get like a, a kind of mix match of four different movies. Yeah. Can you tell me your top three Marvel at the moment? Oh, um, Sorry, but without including Ragnarok, if you were to include okay, Ragnarok. Okay, uh, the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. the, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, mm-hmm. and Civil War. Civil War, okay. <laughs> so those are three out of the four I was talking about. You're going to get a mixed match of these four. Yeah. The other one would be Winter Soldier. Yeah. Which for me is like maybe in second spot or first spot. I, can also un- I could also understand people putting Spider-Man Yes. Homecoming. This you, is, you, a very cheeky smile. I'm ready. Happy smile from you because... <laughs> My notes here literally say, rate top three Marvel films, Civil War, Winter Soldier, The Avengers, Guardians. Some would even say maybe Homecoming, Ragnarok, <laughs> which is just what you said. You, some could even say Spider-Man. Yeah. But then think about how much we're going to be eaten, fam, yeah. for Marvel coming up soon. You've got Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Infinity War coming up. Yeah. And Ragnarok is still technically not out in the US. So, yeah. like, they've still oh, got wow. that to look out for. Yeah. You know, I think they're really starting to hit their stride, Marvel. Yeah. Except for Ant-Man. <laughs> Fuck Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a disappointment. Here's what I'm thinking, Scott. I think post this year, I think I need to be watching comic book movie trailers and massive franchise trailers of which I am already invested Okay. okay. Yeah. So Star Wars, Marvel, and uh, what else is uh, what else is a franchise? Maybe the Harry Potter ones mm. as well. And here, here's I know now though it's interesting when I don't watch the trailers, and then it's interesting to find out what I was completely blind to, even though everyone else. But it's kind of always making my expectations different because the marketing at Marvel is very good, and so and so it is for Star Wars that they are actually tailoring their trailers for the experience most of the time, with yeah. the exception of Homecoming. But um, that wasn't Marvel. Yeah, okay, good Marvel point. didn't was... have advertising rights yeah. or marketing rights. So That's why the movie was so good, but that was so <laughs> conflicted. I, wa- I yeah. kind of wanted to hate it. Yeah, um, you, like you say, they have tailored things in that Thor trailer to make it a better experience when you actually watch it. And you guys were all telling me, like, it's such a cool trailer. The theme is so cool. And when you went to see it, it was like what you saw in that trailer. Yeah, but more of it. But you got to see all all the locations and you already had expectations of what the locations would be like. So then it was just down to what's going to happen at those locations. And you were like, oh, they showed this, but this happened. Yeah. And they showed that, that this happened. Exactly. And I don't know Thor, anything. Thor, Hulk, yeah. trailer battle cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but with me, all I hear is, dude, this Thor movie, it looks sick. Like, 
it looks so different that it looks like 80s and it's got all this cool synth music and i'm like oh synth music marvel usually sucks at music they're gonna this must be amazing music mm. it must be amazing and then i watched the film i didn't actually i'll be honest i didn't hear too much of that music uh, oh. especially because they were talking we had a little featurette before we went and saw it oh, and yeah. they were talking about how or like they had it was all about the music and how it was all synthy and i was like it there was just a lot of the same synthy. They had they had that cool final battle and the early battle that the song playing. Like oh yeah, they had um yeah you had the the Led Zeppelin. Ah yes, that song. They had that and I was <laughs> like that's cool, but that's not what you were talking about with your synth music. Anyway, that was the trailer music as well. Oh okay, right. Yeah. yeah, you have all that, and I've been told that, and then I've been also the bonus of oh and Taika Waititi. He is directing it. I'm like, that dude is, has made such funny films. It's going to be so funny. And I just build this thing in my mind, which is nothing like what the movie's like. Yeah. Because you know what the movie's going to be like, but your and your expectations are blown, even though all the cool things are true. The cool things are still true, and I know them, but I've also built them to be something else. Yeah, completely something else. And this is why with Star Wars, I know that people are saying similar things. Oh my god, the Star Wars trailer! Oh my god, what's it all mean? It's this really is crazy. Good though, guys, yeah, isn't like it? it's really good. Though. <laughs> You're saying it's really good. Everyone else is saying it's really good. Like I, I know Thomas watched it like ten times in a row to analyze it. I was like, how can you even do that? It must be so good. And I've heard so many like of the producers and um, the people making like behind the the yeah. works yeah. saying, dude, this is the new Empire Strikes Back. Dude, this is <laughs> this is the most amazing script we've ever written. I was like, no. I have such twisted like, expectations of what this is going to be. You're <laughs> right, like you're right. I'm really scared. Disney in general have been really going in on the trailers. Yeah. And fuck. Maybe you're right. I don't. I'm not going to watch the Star Wars trailer. Yeah. But he, good. here's the thing. I was v- always wavering when I was watching that Thor movie. I was thinking, I appreciate these jokes, but I just don't really care about this plot line. That was just sure. kind of what yeah. I was thinking. I was like, I love, I love Loki. His jokes are so funny. <laughs> his trickeries are so funny i love the rock man it, and i love thor being more of a like light-hearted character same with hulk like they're the under avengers they're not yeah they're not iron man and um captain america they're the other ones it's crazy to think and that they've got a movie together and they're like way more lighthearted and fun yeah oh yeah no i've never really realized that it's the <laughs> the top tier avengers yeah. have got a movie together and now there's the one, I don't want to say bottom tier because I don't think that's true. They're still true. good, yeah. There's yeah. still Hawkeye beneath both of them, but there's still the the middle tier Avengers now have got their own little yeah. movie together. That's it's sort so of, sweet. It's sort of like Donatello and Leonardo have their movie, <laughs> and then Raphael and Michelangelo have, are having this movie. That's something I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comparison there. But yeah, so because the more <laughs> I think about it, the more I like it. The more you remind Ooh. me of things, the yeah. more I think about oh. Yeah, Thor was actually a really cool guy in this, and I actually got to know him as a character better than usual. Yeah, and, like just bits and, with like Kate Blanchett being like, "Oh, I'm the evil person," and he's like, "Uh, I'm on, I'm sitting on the throne, yeah. and I don't want you to take it because you're just the worst." Yeah, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, like, oh. it was it was so it's so funny and silly, and I think yes, there it has its flaws. I still didn't really like the villain. I thought she was still. Bland, um, but Kate Bland. Yeah, chat. oh, they're good, very good. But uh, and so I'm coming to like it more, and that's the positive. And I think if I, <laughs> you're still clapping at your joke because it was really good. <laughs> and the same happened with Baby Driver. I was wavering when I was watching it, and later thinking, no, it was good. I just didn't think it was going to be like that, but it's still good. Yeah, I think the same will be possibly for Star Wars. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be like. That did not... That is not Empire Strikes Back. I want you to enjoy it, though. This is the whole (laughs) point. This is supposed to help you. I know, I know. Uh, But I think... But this is good for us as people (laughs) that are trying to get to the bottom of how trailers affect us. Yeah, we can write essays on this. We thought that it was going to only elevate your experiences, but it it can bring you down. Yeah, yeah. But see, I'll probably like, you know, the Star Wars movie as it goes on. Fuck yeah. I've already accepted I'm going to hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like other movies that aren't franchises, thrillers and sci-fis and, you know, one-offs and things like that, I'm not going to watch those trailers and they're going to surprise me because I just don't have any expectations for them. Yes. I don't have anything built up in my mind. What did you think of the Hulk in this? Oh, I thought he was so cool. Yes. Okay, good. Me too. Because a lot of people are like, oh, it's too different. It's not the Hulk that I know. Right. This Hulk has been Hulk form for two years. Yeah. 
And when Banner becomes Hulk, it's like giving birth to Hulk. Yeah. Like, so you don't know anything other than, like, fear and anger. Right. Right? So this Hulk has been Hulk for two years. Yeah. So it is basically a two-year-old baby. Yeah. In Hulk form. <laughs> so that's why it can speak to you. Yeah. And it's still... Like, it can just sit in the hot tub. You know, it's not smashing everything it's around it. It's a completely it. new personality. The moment they said, like, it's been two years, and when um, Bruce came out and became Bruce again, yeah. I was immediately reminded of that movie Split, where <laughs> yeah. where um, the he has 27 different personalities. McCavery. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that shout-out? Yeah. <laughs> and then he finally becomes Kevin again, and he's like, I haven't been Kevin for two years or mm. something. And you're like whoa that's scary and then in this it's not as scary but then you think about like whoa you've been just not yourself for two years yeah that's scary in your own body the first thing he does is like ask about like tony and natasha we're like oh fuck we haven't seen natasha for ages (laughs) (laughs) it's weird and literally he literally goes oh man he's like what happened to sokovia and then and then thor's like dude that happened like two years ago (laughs) and i'm thinking fuck that did happen two years ago in our timeline (laughs) and also this timeline yeah so just hulk steals any scene that he's in i was worried at first because i just thought oh it's hulk and oh he doesn't know who thor is typical like they're gonna have to work out their differences oh and he's gonna have to convince him to come bruce before anything you know, they're going to be fighting each other. But then they actually became bros and he was still the Hulk. And I was like, oh my God, he's still the Hulk. It's yeah. so weird. He's it's just still him. Because so you never meet the Hulk character. No. Just like as Hulk. The Hulk just shows up. Yeah. Does the job for Bruce and then goes back to being Bruce. Yeah. So yeah, final thoughts for me is that it was off the wall, audacious, serious when it needed to be and um, completely memorable. Yeah. Off the topic of what we were saying before, this brought something so new. Mm-hmm. Um, the the whole aesthetics for it, the comedy, yes, it can be given comparisons to Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think that this was completely separate because it was established characters, something that we haven't seen with these people before exactly. So Thor is just the weirdest Marvel hero in the MCU, and and I think yeah. it's it makes <laughs> sense to capitalize on this strangeness and just go all out with it. Yeah, I feel like that was Watiti's vision as well. I'm still not sure what Asgard is, and gold. It, yeah, Gold like, City. But is the That's is it. it a planet? No, I don't is know. Is it just in space? <laughs> I've been saying is that this other, whole episode. Are the nine realms planets <laughs> or are they galaxies? It doesn't conform with my idea of what space is. <laughs> <laughs> Zero out of ten. <laughs> okay, so what are you giving the movie? Uh, what are we doing this out of? Is uh, HDs? H- yeah, so... Uh, oh, one of the easiest HDs I've given this year. Oh... Like, I know I'm coming round, mm-hmm. but based on right now and the experience I had, it's only a credit. Credit? Yeah. I that just, is I just huge. didn't... I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed. But as you say, like, the more you talk about it, I'm the more like, oh, yeah, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. It's, it is, it is. I mean, it's, it's a high credit. It's lingering on distinction. <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, you know, maybe next year will be like my top three. Yes. <laughs> Great. Well, I, I think it's going to be a lot Who of people. Who knows how I think about it over time. I do think it's going to be starting to replace maybe even like the original, sorry, like Winter Soldier maybe. Yeah. For people that don't like really care for the whole espionage part of it all, this could replace Winter Soldier as being in that fundamental top three. Yeah. So cool. Let's, uh, let's do Very a segment, cool. a segment that we all know and love. We all know and love, but we're... Changing the paradigm. What? Subverting expectations. Whoa. Subverting expectations. All right. Subverting expectations. Subverting expectations. You don't know this audience yet, but I'm at Scott's microphone now. What are you doing over here? I'm going to... We're subverting expectations this week. And usually um, Scott will do his little Rotten Tomatoes game. But you know what, Scott? You've been, you've been on Rotten Tomatoes all year. And I think it's high time I tested you on your skills with guessing movies within 5%. Because I don't go on Rotten Tomatoes anymore. How am I supposed to guess? Yeah. I used I mean, to be good at this, but I'm not. I don't as necessarily as go on Rotten Tomatoes anymore. I just type in the movie I want to know. Yeah, that, that's true too. <laughs> I don't like being on this side. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've come over this side because I have to press the, the correct ding or the incorrect buzz. Yep. <laughs> now, do you know how to do that? No. <laughs> All right, this is this is very strange. Yeah. Here's your first movie from Rotten Tomatoes, Scott. Yeah. What percentage within five percent 
Yeah. Did iRobot get? Oh, Will Smith. Yeah, Mr. Will Smith. Did you so, like did you like this movie? I didn't like it. Okay. I don't actually know if I've seen it. Oh. It has I've um, seen bits of it, that's for sure, and I remember not liking them. <laughs> what did you think its percentage <laughs> is on Mr. Rotten Tomato? Within 5%. I'm not yeah. sure if I'm going to get it right, but I, I think it's in the negatives. So I'm going to say 42. Incorrect, Scotty. Great. Incorrecto. This feels good. iRobot actually got 58%. Oh, wow. I was originally going to say like 30-something, so mm. I, I yes. even brought it up for the sake of Will Smith. It was leaning on fresh. Not not quite fresh, but nearly fresh. Now, uh, Hang on, was there, a, was there a Will Smith rap at the end of iRobot? No, I don't think so. Well, here's a little story <laughs> all about how I... Fell in love with a robot. Is that what the movie's about? No. No. <laughs> There's a robot war and I'm here to say. <laughs> Next oh. one, please. Now, Scott, as you know, you usually put a little theme. Oh, yeah. Between each movie. I've also done it. Why don't you try to pick up the theme? All right. Why don't try to pick up the theme? All right. Next one is um, Crocodile Hunter Collision Course. Oh. I don't know if I've given you this before, Ollie, but I, oh. I'm i aware of this movie. I loved Crocodile Hunter Collision so Course as a kid. So did I. Fuck, was it good, though? <laughs> it had Elton John in, in the credits. <laughs> yeah. Had, I, I um, liked it, too. They made it after that. They made it as their honeymoon. It was a uh, crocodile rock. All right, we liked it in our childhood, but do you think critics like it as adults? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if they love it or hate it, so I'm going to say 53%. You are directly on the money. Yes! Absolutely direct. One, 53% is what it got. Hell yeah! How did the hell did... I don't think you knew that, but I think you've seen it, and then your brain was like, someone something about it. There is probably one fan of this show by now. If you're the one fan, can you listen back to all the episodes and see if um, <laughs> I've given Oliver Collision Course? Because I think I might have. Maybe. I don't know. Because this is, this is how I used to get it. I would just, I've seen it before and then there's some sort of video yeah. in my head. All right, next one. So remembering there's a theme, iRobot and Crocodile Hunter Collision Course. <laughs> yeah, great. Pitch Perfect 2, Scott Martin. Oh, the second one. See, I didn't like Pitch Perfect 2, oh, and I no. loved Pitch Perfect 1. I'm the same. I like Pitch 2 all right, though. It was exactly the same as the first yeah, Pitch Perfect. Yeah, that's a good point. In it every was. way. They even had the they, they had like the battle in yeah. the, with, between all the different schools oh, yeah, or whatever. they did. They just made the regional bit higher, like if it was states level or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To up the ante. Um, All right, what do you think it gets? Well, those are my thoughts on Pitch Perfect, but what did the critics think? I reckon they would have just thought, yeah, it's fine, it's fun, and I enjoy this franchise, so it'll be in the high 60s because there will be enough critics to actually give it the credit on what it deserves mm. on its own merits, which there was should have been a rotten. So I'm no. going to say 68. Another correct ding there, Scott Martin. Thank you. That was 66%. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, you say in high 60s, I'm thinking, oh, damn, he's, he, yeah, he's up there. He's getting there. This guy gets it. All right, so I robot Crocodile Hunter Collision Course and Pitch Perfect. <laughs> Remember those movies there, Scott? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be in the test. And this is actually the last movie, Up. Pixar's Up. People would have loved this. Yeah? Yeah. How much? How much do you think they like it? I thought it kind of fell apart in the, in the third act. Mm-hmm. I thought it was silly. What? I thought it was silly. Yeah, it literally had a guy with a shotgun, which I thought was very weird for a Disney movie. Mm. Even at the time when I was watching, I thought, this guy's just straight up got a shotgun. He's like shooting at this kid. I don't really remember the plot of that movie other than the, other than, er, the house. Yeah, and, and, the, and the beginning sad bit. Yeah. I reckon, I reckon critics would have really liked this one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say like 89. 89? Yeah. <gasps> Aw. You're giving me the sad look. No good. Now, you're right. People did like it, but they liked it way more than you thought. It's Fuck. 98%. But the ending was so weird. <laughs> the guy had a shotgun. Nope. Apparently, everybody likes that movie. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I still would watch it again, yeah, you know? But... Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, cool. So, iRobot, Crocodile Hunter, Collision Course, uh, Pitch Perfect 2, and Up. Can you give me, an, can you give me a clue whether, like... It's to do with an actor or it's to do with a theme? Um, neither of those things, Scott. Or right, well, can you give me a, why a don't one you, word? Why don't you spell out the starting letter of oh, each of those oh. films? 
Uh, hang on, what was the first one? iRobot, Crocodile Hunter, Pitch Perfect 2 and Up. So we've got I in the iRobot. So that's the I. And no then way. C for Crocodile Hunter. Uh-oh. And then, um, <laughs> hang on. <gasps> Did you make a spelling mistake here? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You had so long to prepare this segment. Look at my notes, Scott. All right, I'm looking at his notes. <laughs> you were supposed to give... <laughs> You were supposed oh, to no. give oh, no. before Pitch Perfect. <laughs> oh, and ICPU. ICUP. ICPU. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a bit. I, wrote, I have on my sheet, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it, I wrote it round the wrong way and it says Pitch Perfect and then up, but it should say up and then Pitch Perfect yeah. so that it says ICUP. And I even have an arrow to indicate that I need to switch <laughs> the order in which I say these. And I didn't. <laughs> Did you did you plan these movies based around ICUP, yes. or did you get Pitch Perfect and thought, oh ha- here we bloody go? No, this is that's what I did. You are a fucking idiot. <laughs> Great so, stuff. ICPU. I'm a computer apparently. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, ends ignorance in this. All right. I've been Oliver Martin. You've oh, been yeah. Martin Morning. <laughs> Um, the plugs for this week include, but not limited to, facebook.com slash ignorance is this podcast. Yep. Uh, twitter.com is one of them. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's ignorance is pod. Hey, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Slash ignorance is pod. We have a YouTube channel. You can find that somewhere on the other links because we don't have a direct URL. And uh, Wow, you're, doing, you're really doing it. And we also you- have Gmail, uh, ignorance is this podcast at, wow. at gmail.com. You you had to do it to him. <laughs> you know we had to do it to him. Yeah, yeah. Look at me go. You did it. And of course, I have a haiku to end the show. I've written it about Thor Ragnarok. I said I mentioned this to you before because you said you loved the villain, and I was like, oh no, my haiku is about not liking the villain. So here it is anyway. Like it doesn't really make sense. You sound so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. Um, it doesn't really make sense. Here it is. Doctor Doom, Venom, Loki? Better villain choices than Thor but girl. (laughs) (laughs) Great. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night, Australia.